Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah, dear brothers and sisters, welcome to uh, another episode of your program, Ramadan and Islam. And we are continuing today to talk about a few things that uh, a lot of people ask about during the month of Ramadan. Healthy and unhealthy people do ask, but especially patients ask about that. Well, uh, one of the things that uh, everyone probably uh, is querying about is to when you are making wudu to make istinfar and also for patients whether or not they can use nasal drops. Well, uh, istinfar or cleaning one's uh, nose is allowed during Ramadan, but it's actually obligatory while doing wudu because Allah says in the Quran, wash your face. And uh, as we know, there is no face without a nose and a mouth. So washing the nose and the mouth is a, an obligation during the act of wudu. And thus the Prophet Muhammad used to do that uh, during Ramadan and during any other uh, time other than Ramadan. But the most important thing is why you are doing istinfar is not to do a lot. Which, again, tricks are not allowed in Islam. Okay, So you cannot take water and do that and, and go backwards so that the water will go to the back of the mouth and you swallow it and say, ah, it was out of my control. No, since the Prophet Muhammad had mentioned that uh, you can do istintar during Ramadan, but don't overdo, don't overdo istintar. And this is a very important point, because from that point we can see that the Prophet Muhammad who did not know how to read or uh, or uh, how to write, he knew that there is a connection between the nose and the mouth. And I can assure was discovered uh, only uh, lately, after a thousand or more years since the Prophet Muhammad had said uh, that fact, that when you want to do istinfar, don't overdo it. And the scholars all spoke about that istinfar will cause the water to go back from the nose into the mouth. And uh, this is a, a scientific fact that became known only, uh, you know, maybe a thousand years later than that. So again, we can see in, uh, that a lot of what the Prophet Muhammad says uh, have a lot of scientific implications, have a lot of uh, importance uh, that shows that this religion and everything that the Prophet Muhammad is saying is a revelation from God as Allah said in the Quran in huwa illa wahyun yuha everything he says is only but a revelation it's all a revelation from Allah because the Prophet Muhammad he was not a doctor he was not an anatomist but there are few things that he say a lot of his hadith direct us to scientific facts that we are discovering only lately. Uh, for example, again, we all know the example of embryology in the Holy Quran, where in the Holy Quran Allah has stated that first bones are made and then muscles are made. And this used to be the opposite in embryology, in embryological scholars uh, or, or scientists used to say uh, the opposite exactly. They used to say that muscles are made first and then the bones. And only uh, in the 19th century, in the late 19th century, 
or uh, or even the beginning of the 20th, it, it was found uh, by scientific fact that bones are made before flesh. And Allah has said that 1,426 years ago. So, um, so uh, we can see that a lot of science are there and Islam is not against science as it happened with other religions in the past. Scientists were burned, scientists were tortured uh, when they said something that is against what is in their books. Whereas in Islam, science is usually uh, uh, something that adds to the, um, adds to, uh, the facts that uh, Allah and His Messenger have stated. Now, there is an important thing here because uh, this is something that a lot of Muslims probably uh, need to know about is that uh, when we talk about science and a scientific fact in a verse or in a hadith, it does not mean that uh, if the hadith is different than the fact uh, that uh, this is, uh, for example, we should take this, uh, we should take science and leave the hadith. You should always know that Allah is the creator and Allah knows best. So usually, uh, because a lot of times people find uh, uh, a fact that uh, increases uh, the evidence in Quran and Sunnah, but just in case one uh, finds something that uh, contradicts, for example, one of the hadiths of the Prophet Muhammad you should know that Quran and Sunnah, are, if the Sunnah is authentic, and Quran all we agree that it is authentic, that the Sunnah, Sahih al-Bukhari, for example, and Muslim, the Book of Muslim and Bukhari, we, uh, all the scholars agree that they are the most authentic after Quran, and if there is a fact there, it should be taken as a fact, because it's revelation, it's from the Creator, whereas science is always uh, tested, and it can be today's fact in science can be tomorrow's fiction. And today's fiction in science can be a fact tomorrow. So this is very important. We've seen that in science, uh, uh, even as doctors, there are so many things that change every day. And something that we say to patients, don't do that. Today, tomorrow, we might say, actually, it's beneficial. So science is changeable. Science do change a lot. And, but when we talk about a hadith of the Prophet Muhammad or a verse from Allah, it's not changeable, it's a definite fact. So this is something very important to know. Now about uh, also magmara or uh, gurgling or cleaning mouth while uh, doing wudu, uh, this does not invalidate your past and it, it is very important to do that as we say this is part of the obligation of the action of ablution or wudu to actually clean the nose and the mouth. But again, when you are fasting, don't overdo it. Uh, don't take a sip of water uh, I mean, uh, and, and gurgle it in the back of the mouth, hoping that some of that will go into your uh, gullet and you will say, ah, this is out of control. No, you should know that you cannot cheat with Allah. You cannot do tricks with Allah. Allah, Allah knows what, what you uh, feel inside you. Allah knows what you think about. Uh, uh, you are not dealing with a uh, with someone who doesn't know. Allah knows everything. Allah, as the Prophet Muhammad can see the black and 
in the very dark black night, walking on the very dark black stone. Allah can hear all the people that talk uh, all over the world at the same time. And Allah knows what everyone thinks about all over the world at the same time. So, no cheating and no tricks. You don't uh, over uh, gurgle nor over uh, clean your nose while you are uh, uh, fasting. This is very important. And uh, as we said, uh, that you can use, for example, uh, ear, nose, and uh, drops in the eye. And again, a lot of scholars have mentioned years ago that uh, drops in the eye reach the, the, the mouth. And they were, it was, it's a fact actually that was discovered very, very late uh, um, that there is a connection between the eye and the nose, which is the lacrimal duct and the lacrimal canal, and they connect the tears to the nose, and from the nose it goes back to the uh, mouth. And that's why ear drops, or uh, I mean nose drops, uh, will definitely go to the nose, and it will be tasted in the back of the mouth because there are taste buds in the part in the back part of the nose. Now the other thing that is amazing that some scholars used to know that if there is a perforated eardrum, it, that sometimes uh, uh, things that are put in the ear will reach the mouth. And this is also an amazing thing that someone in the uh, thousand years ago would talk about that there is a connection between the ear and the mouth. But probably they did not know that this connection is only there if there is a perforated eardrum. If there is no perforation, then there will be no connection. Now, about a patient or an unhealthy person uh, who has an illness, but that illness is not affected by fasting. Should he fast or should he not? Well, according to most of the scholars, According to Ashabi Anas ibn Malik and Uthman radiallahu anhu, may Allah be pleased with them. Uh, also Shafi'i, Imam Shafi'i, Imam Abu Hanifa, Imam Malik, and uh, also the students of Imam Abu Hanifa, Abu Yusuf and Muhammad, they all agreed that uh, one who, but his illness is not affected by fasting, should definitely fast the month of Ramadan. Because Allah has said in the word of Whoever reach the month of Ramadan should fast. And Allah also said that fasting is better for you. So those who suffer from a, a disease that is minor, for example, a cut in their finger, a mild flu, um, you know, a small minor operation, removing a sebaceous cyst, for example, under local anesthetic, it should not invalidate the fast, nor the person should break his fast for that minor reason. Now, um, there are uh, a lot of illnesses uh, that uh, are uh, ongoing and that are harmed by fasting the month of Ramadan. Uh, in such type of illness, uh, one should be should really, if, if the illness is 
is a very difficult type of illness and one cannot fast with that illness or fasting is very difficult to do then definitely that patient should break his fast now there are illnesses that are ongoing and from the point of view of these illnesses for example renal failure liver failure a lot of illnesses are chronic or ongoing illnesses and they will not stop they will actually progress and worsen and worsen so what should uh, a person who suffers from such an illness do now uh, scholars say that if a person suffers from an illness uh, and that illness is a continuous one and it will not uh, be uh, one day it will not be cured then that person can uh, and, and fasting causes the illness to worsen or make it worse in any way then that person uh, will be allowed not to fast Ramadan all uh, the remaining of his life but he should for each day he does not fast he should feed uh, a poor person so um, so as we said uh, Allah is very merciful and you can see from uh, what the scholars have said about an illness that will not be cured one day and an illness that is affected by fasting that that person no matter how young he is he should not fast Ramadan unless the illness severe unless that illness is not affected by fasting this is how merciful is Allah and this is the mercy of Islam and this is what Allah wants from us he does not want us to harm ourselves so inshallah tomorrow we will continue in talking about illnesses and patience and fasting the holy month of Ramadan thank you very much for watching and see you again tomorrow